This week on Moms Moving On. So many women DM me and say, I'm miserable, I want to leave, but I don't have a pot to piss in. What am I supposed to do? One of the big things for, for people to know is that there are options out there besides going to friends or family or uh, being back into a lesser settlement or taking out a credit card and having to worry about those payments. Ultimately, what it comes down to is money is control and they're able to control you by controlling the money. It's it, I just love when people now know that they have the strength to, to, to do this, to go on. And it doesn't seem like there is the grass is greener on the other side, but it is. And, and it's, it's your own grass, which is, is really important sometimes. You get to that. water it and water it well with divorce funding. I exactly. <laughs> Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Moms Moving On. You know, it dawned on me recently that we're always talking about the kids. We're always talking about our emotional well-being and moving on. But one thing we've overlooked, and I'm sorry that we've overlooked it for, what, 22, 23 episodes now, is something really unsexy, yet something really important. And it's the topic of money. So today, I brought on the fairy godmother of divorce. Her name is Nicole Noonan. She's an attorney and financier. And she is helping women move on with great knowledge about how to handle their finances and how to make sure that's all taken care of so you don't end up scrounging for money later on down the road. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for being here. Oh, hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to speak to you and um, and listen. And uh, yeah. No, you're speaking. You're not listening. <laughs> we need to learn from you because I know for me, all I knew when I was separating was I just wanted to have enough money to be okay on my own. So that meant building up my business. I wasn't saving. I wasn't budgeting. I was just sort of living day to day because out of fear. And I imagine that it's the same thing for so many women. So tell me a little bit about your business and how you got into this and how you're helping women. Yeah. So about 15 years ago, I had a client, we'll call her Marie, come into my office. Um, someone I knew socially. She had a really nice lifestyle, three kids, she comes down and says, my husband is cheating on me and I, I want a divorce. However, he's cut off my credit cards. I don't have friends or family to go to. Oh so what, what do I do? So this woman I knew, I went to my partners at the firm and said, Let, let's take her on. Well, unfortunately, it was during the housing crisis and there were a lot of people that were already in that position. So we, we couldn't take her on. Uh, she was backed into a settlement less than what she was entitled to. And you know, this kept me up at night. She wasn't alone. She wasn't isolated. I had many, many women, some men as well, coming into my office looking for representation that were eventually going to come into a, a nice um, chunk of change. But didn't get, couldn't get from point A to point B, couldn't get the proper representation. So I said, there has to be something else out there. There has to be a better, a better mousetrap, really something to, to help them. So in the UK and Australia, divorce funding have been going on for many, many years. And I said, why don't we have this in the US? So I got, that's amazing. It's, it's crazy, right? So an Australian company was coming over. I said, this is brilliant. I, I want to work with you and started there. So I have been doing this longer than anyone. I eventually went off on my own, got my own funding, and have been doing it nationwide. Um, you know, we have a lot of clients in California, Texas, 
uh, Illinois, ev everywhere across the country because it is needed. Money is needed to level the playing field in a divorce. Yes. You'll very often hear people say the best money you'll spend is in your divorce. Absolutely. You know? But what if you don't have money? What if that's just not an option? So many women DM me and say, I'm miserable. I want to leave, but I don't have a pot to piss in. What am I supposed to do? All the money's his or he controls the finances. So what does divorce funding look like? So what it is, it's an advance against someone's potential settlement. Uh, so what we do, we have an application, we work with the attorneys, we work with our underwriters to make a determination of what his or her likely entitlement would be. And then we fund a portion of that. Not 100%, but a portion of that. Something that should be able to, to get them the proper legal representation, the proper experts, and for some clients, reasonable living expenses. So they can maybe, you know, either go back to school or they may need to, to get into an apartment and they don't, they don't have the down payment right away. That's, and everything's tied up. And, and you know this in Florida, in New York, and, you know, across the country, things are tied up in real estate typically. And right. you can't touch it until you get divorced. But how do you get the, the right divorce settlement without the proper representation? So it's sort of a chicken before the egg. So we try to, to try to fix that, that problem. With so you people. literally are a fairy godmother. Like, uh, like you know, <laughs> it, it is crippling for so many people. You know, I knew I couldn't leave my marriage until my big, I had just started a business in the middle of my marriage, which was falling apart. And I knew I couldn't leave until I was making enough money to support myself. I didn't know there were other options. Yeah. I wouldn't have chosen to not build my business, but to know that I would have had that cushion would have been invaluable. And I, and, and this is, this is very important information because I think everybody listening is going to have goosebumps knowing <laughs> that they literally are not alone, not even on the financial side. So what are some common issues women face financially aside from, you know, the husband being in control of the money or not having enough money? What are some issues that you see repeatedly in doing what you do? Knowledge. They, you know, they don't know what the mortgage is on the house. They don't know how the house is titled. Is it in a trust? Is it only in the husband's name? They don't know where, you know, important papers are even. I hate to say this, like, yes, you may know where the passport is, but where's your marriage certificate and where's your children's birth certificates? These are all important things to, you know, make a copy of it um, before you say, hey, honey, guess what? I want a divorce. More knowledge is power. And the more, more knowledge you have, the more power you'll have in a, in a divorce. Like you said, you know, one of the big things for, for people to know is that there are options out there besides going to friends or family or um, being backed into a lesser settlement or taking out a credit card and having to worry about those payments. Knowing that divorce funding is available is, is important, as well as to know that there, there is help out there. There are experts that can get you through this and you don't have to go it alone. And, and you're not you know, the first person to have uh, a narcissistic spouse. It happens all the time, unfortunately. Epidemic, Nicole. Louise, it's all I hear about, <laughs> you know, and, and that's, that's a topic unto itself. But it is in those situations where it's that much harder because the ex-spouse wants to maintain control and the best way to control is either through the kids or the money. And it's, it's, it's awful to see. It really is. It's heartbreaking. I am lucky to have not had that situation, but I see it every day in my clients. You know, yeah. the last thing in the settlement is he's not, you know, we can't settle because he's not disclosing that business he has over there, you know, all of these things related to money. And it just, you don't know what you don't know. And, and women are oftentimes left in the dark. That's why strong, independent woman, you can be that even if you're married. 
ultimately what it comes down to is money is control and they're able to control you by controlling the money. How often do you, do you work with women that, you know, just really can't seem to bridge the gap between where they need to, to be financially from their exes? And how is that fight for you guys? You know, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes you're living a certain lifestyle and courts are reluctant um, sometimes to give you, if you're, I hate to say, if you're used to a $20,000 a month lifestyle, you know, whether that be for, for private school for the children and for your personal chefs and, you know, trainers and whatnot, but, but that's the lifestyle you're used to. Courts are reluctant to, to, to do that, to not say, Hey, you got to go get a job. Um, which maybe there is some reality to it, but mm-hmm. they're already in a stressful position. So hearing that and saying, you know, you're going to have to go get a job in order to keep your experts, that's not right either. You should be able to get your experts. Your husband's able to get their experts. You should be able to get your experts. So that's when we, we come in. But we do have to give, you know, a dose of reality that we're not going to fund for the personal trainer and the personal chef if, if the money isn't going to be there at the end. If you were living, you know, above uh, really the means that, you know, your, your husband or, or you were earning, you have to have some reality check. And what I, I like to do, I try to give them um, some advice in terms of um, friendly advice. Um, you know, here are some experts you can talk to in terms of getting your financial works in order. Here's a program you, you may want to, you know, get involved with. Some of them are free just to, you know, have some financial training because we as women, I hate to say this, um, you know, it's still men are controlling the money oftentimes in a marriage. So women have to gain that control to know that what their finances are, to know, to have a game plan, to know what your budget is, to know what you can do for the next five years, 10 years. And then to go, if you want to go back to school, if you want to start your own business, uh, which I always encourage women to do, um, get back in the, the, the job market. I mean, oh, it's, it's not easy, but you know, you can do it. It's not, but I also know women who had to go back to work after a divorce, after living that $20,000 a month lifestyle. And at first seemed like such a burden to them, but then you see them blossom into this, Absolutely. you know, this person who they would not have been before. They have their own life. They have their own goals. And that's something beautiful too, even if it means making less money. But I want to go back to the knowledge thing. I, I, I'm so struck by some something I encountered a few years ago with a friend of mine who was getting divorced. Her husband had a lot of money. She never even had to like think twice about a bill being paid. He took care of everything. Everything was automatic payments. She had to then learn how to pay bills online. I mean, you would think it was like teaching my 88 year old grandmother how, how to operate a computer. Like it was scary to me that she knew like Nothing, 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 nothing about setting up a password or what does it mean to move money between accounts? Like this was a 40 year old woman. And I was like, oh my God, you know, we as women need to learn this anyway, even if we're not going to be getting divorced. Absolutely. So do you provide them also with, with help to learn how to, how to really just pick up and function on the day to day? I, you know, I like to encourage my clients as much as possible to be able to like back to the knowledge, but to ask for help, to, to know that you need help in terms of, of getting your finances in order. I, you know, similar to you, I had a, a client, I said, well, what's the mortgage on the property? A woman in her 40s said to me, 
what's a mortgage? And I said, oh my God, how do, how do you not, how do you go through? And this was a college educated woman. I, I mean, I, I, I guess there's no college class for it. There really isn't. And there's not even a, there's not a law school class for it. It's, it's basic life necessities. And if you get married, you know, right after college, you married your college sweetheart and he controlled everything. I, we get it. We totally get it. But at the same time, you need to get it in order. I mean, just for your own, like you said, even if you're not getting divorced, just for your own personal well-being and for your children to know that, you know, mommy knows how to do this and you need to know how to do this too. Even if down the road they have, you know, someone taking it, you know, control of it, but they at least know where to log in and where and for to get the record, the ladies, For anybody listening, we're not shaming you if you don't know this. We're just explaining how important it is to learn this and maybe to take a step back from whatever position you're in now in your marriage or separation and give yourself the opportunity to learn because there's a lot of freedom in, in knowing how to survive on your own. And this is one of the big pieces, but in no way are we shaming you because I, I know exactly what it's like. It was the same way for my mom. When my, too. Got yeah. my mom was from another country you know, married my dad when she was 21. He started making a lot of money and that was it. She didn't need to know anything else. And so life got really, really real for her. And I watched her struggle as she took a job and had to work part-time and pick me up from school and all of those things. And that's essentially where I get my strong independent side from, but she had to suffer in order for me to learn that. And you don't want to have to suffer. You want to be able to teach your children the, the great examples in life without the pain and the suffering and learning the hard way. So Nicole, this is why you're amazing. Hey guys, Michelle here. I hope you are loving this episode as much as I am. We'll be back with more, but first a word from our sponsor. Divorce is never easy. And when children are in the picture, it can be extra tricky especially when communicating with your ex is a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. FAIR helps eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. In the long run, creating a loving environment for your kids. Here's what you can do on the FAIR app. There's a time-sharing calendar to track custody, exchange days, and never forget those special events documentable text messaging, and an expense tracker so both parents can add and monitor expenses, track receipts, and add notes. GPS check-in, that's a court-verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS-verified locations. A monthly parenting report to download with your details. A private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. A file vault to keep your records, photos, and documents organized and in one place. The opportunity to export all of your records into a convenient, time and date stamped PDF when you need documentation for legal matters. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. FAIR allows you to experience co-parenting in a totally new way, simply, inexpensively, transparently, and fairly. Lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent you can be. Be F-A-Y-R FAIR. Subscribe at BeFAIR.com. That's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. And then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. Go to fair.com for more details. Don't forget to use the code Michelle to save 20% off the cost of the app. So in order to get the divorce funding, do, do essentially, do you have to be the attorney for the, for your client? No, not at all. Actually, oh, we, we do oh. not represent the clients in court that we fund. 
but they do have to be represented by counsel and that's something we we do vet as well so they have to to have counsel i do get calls all the time saying you know i live in and live in south florida uh, or i live in the la area who would you recommend for attorneys now i'm not just going to give them one attorney uh, but i am going to spend a little bit of time on the phone with the client and say okay this this sounds like a good um attorney that might be a good match for you and let me give you you know three to five different names of those it's attorneys different, different retainers yeah yeah absolutely but you know does this person need a pit bull does this person need someone with a lot of handholding? Is this something that's going to go to mediation? I try to assess what that is um, and get them, you know, the right fit. But get them, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time with this person, with, with your attorney, or even your mediator. You know, these are mediators that you and your spouse can go to if you think this is going to be amicable, which we do encourage as much as possible because you don't want to pay for your attorney's child to go to college. You want to pay for your own. Um, <laughs> that's a really good. Will you will you help somebody who is not working with a lawyer and just a mediator or a counsel is? Well, there does have to be, um, you know, counsel on both sides, but we do understand that because that, you know, having someone fight for you is probably going to get you the most money and you, yeah, Yeah. that's what you need (laughs) on the loan. Yeah. Right. Ultimately. But you know what? For, there are clients that call me and I say, look, you don't, you don't want to, what you don't want us. You want to sit down with your spouse. You know, things are still amicable. There's no custody issues. Open a bottle of wine and say, write down, these are my 10 non-negotiables and what are yours and try to hash it out as much as possible if you can. But then if you're coming to me, a lot of the times you can't do that. It's impossible. No, I know. It's so hard. You know, I have a client now who said, do you think I should try and sit down and talk things through with him? And I said, sure. When was the last time you tried that? And it worked because you were getting divorced. And all I've heard is that he manipulated you. So that may not be the best way to go. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's just the world of divorce. You know, you've gotten to a place where you can't even be in the same home. You're not going to be able to you know, sit down and come up with this dreamy agreement. No, Not no. for years and years. So that's unfortunate. But um, can you share with us a little bit of, of a success story, maybe of somebody who came to you just completely down and out, feeling hopeless and, and how she came out on the other side? Yeah, no, you know, I had a, a woman, a lovely, lovely woman, met her husband. She was not from this country. Husband was actually cheating on her with uh, his best friend who was a male um and she's yeah yeah crazy and she was a model she's a gorgeous woman she stayed in the marriage because one she was embarrassed uh and two she didn't have the the money i mean he was in wall street he was making a ton of money they were you know park avenue apartment lovely life but she could not take it anymore she just couldn't you know for her own mental well-being so got her funding got her a really good settlement um and she actually went back to school and is now working. She has her own jewelry line. Um, beautiful, beautiful pieces, which I actually have. I don't have one with me. I wouldn't show you, but, (laughs) um, so yeah, it's, I mean, she's, she's really thriving. I, you know, I get notes from her every once in a while. So those are the stories that I love. Um, I love to hear, you know, we had another one, uh, another client that went back to school and is in law school now. So it's, you know, it's, I, I just love, when people now know that they have the strength to, to, to do this, to go on. And it doesn't seem like there is the grass is greener on the other side, but it is. And, and it's, it's your own grass, which is, is really important sometimes. And you to get to that. water it and water it well with divorce funding. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's, but, and, 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 you know, I want to stress also that it's not so much about the dollar amount or the money, right. That you walk away with at the end. It's the ability 
like the, the freedom that comes from knowing that you can stand on your own two feet with the knowledge you've gained from working with somebody like you, Nicole, that, that in itself is, I think, worth more than any settlement you can reach in court. I, I those are tools that they don't teach you. Like you said, you're not going to learn that. And yeah, we love to empower people. I mean, that's really, you know, what drives me is for, for women, you know, like you said, my, my mom kind of took a back seat. She met my, my father when she was 19 and, you know, he was the one who controlled all the money and they had joint accounts and, you know, she, she really, she had worked before, you know, but nothing that was going to support two children. So it's people like that, that, you know, I really, I want to help. I want them to know that they can do this. They can do this on their own. And if they meet a fabulous guy after that, your real Prince Charming, that's even better, but you don't need it. You know, <laughs> you can make it on your don't own. Need it, but it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is nice. It is nice. It is nice. But you know what? Sometimes it's nice to be alone. Sometimes it's nice to have, you know, your, your, your kids oh. by yourself or your dog <laughs> or just by oh. yourself. I was talking about this the other day and I don't remember with who, but maybe in my group coaching workshop about that feeling of after my ex moved out and I'm in my new little townhouse with my daughter and life is the, the road ahead is definitely scary. And, and, you know, I'm anxious because I don't know what's coming, but at the same time I was in so much peace. I was at peace with myself. I was so happy to just be one-on-one with my daughter without any toxicity or negativity. And it really is such a beautiful time, even if it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. They say, uh, divorce is expensive. Why? Because it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, even if you're not the one who wants the divorce, even if this was sprung on you, I know that, you know, the women like that who didn't want this and, and whose husbands come out of nowhere with a new woman or serving them with divorce papers down the road, you look back and you think, yeah, no, I mean, we weren't a match. I was just deeply hurt that he pulled the rug out from under me. And now I have an opportunity. My, I don't know if you know, Susan Guthrie, of course. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. The queen of um, podcasts and divorce. She, <laughs> she was on a recent episode where she said, it's an opportunity. Divorce is an opportunity. And, Absolutely. and you are giving them that opportunity. That's amazing. Okay. So before we start wrapping things up, what piece of advice would you give to a woman who has just separated or is in the process in regards to her finances? Um, again, knowledge, make sure you have everything, you know, um, in like in order that you not so much that you, that you know what your finances are, that you know what your mortgage is, you know, your, you know, your bank statement. And if you have not uh, opened your own bank account, open your own bank account today. Even if you're not going to get divorced, if you have no intention, have your own little bank account. You know, you can let your husband know about it, but a little savings account, just so you feel empowered. You don't have to have everything just in joint names credit cards. If you have never opened a credit card in your own name, now is the time because before you file, you need credit. It's important. You need credit. You need credit. And that's what I have so many clients. And yes, you know, many of our clients do not have great credit history because they never built up any credit of their own. And we get it. Um, we get it. But it's something if I can advise people to try to uh, not have that situation, to go out and get a credit card in their own name, I, I would, I would ask. Uh, say that's suggest that strongly even if it's something with a small even if it's a department store credit card with a you know thousand dollar limit or five hundred dollar limit it's better than nothing absolutely that was something my mom actually (laughs) did for me when i turned 18 i think i had um remember the store express i think it's oh 
I worked there, as a matter of fact. I had a credit card with a $200 limit, and I felt like such a badass. But when <laughs> mom was like, one day you're going to thank me. It's in yeah. your, you know, I had to pay it off myself anyway, like, which did, I didn't really realize until after I started shopping. But I, that's invaluable stuff. It really, really is. So if nothing else, ladies, if you are contemplating leaving your marriage and you don't know what to do first, and it's a long road ahead, Go to Macy's and open up a credit card. You'll there you go. <laughs> Just don't spend too much. Um, exactly. So all of our guests end their time with us by sharing a favorite quote or something that has helped them or their clients get by in, in troubling divorce times. What's one that you would share? So this always resonated with me. I actually use this quote in my high school yearbook. So this is going back some time. She who holds the wheel determines the direction. And Ooh, I think it's you were really a- applicable. <laughs> Whose quote is that? Uh, you know, it's actually, it's actually Malcolm Forbes senior was attributed to it. And it, it is he who holds the wheel determines the direction, but uh, uh, it's she who holds the wheel. So, um, but you can use it either way. So. I love that. I love that. My high school quote was definitely not as empowering. It was by Sylvia Plath, the writer. Oh yeah. Known psychopath. Um, <laughs> but very interesting. Don't know what that says about me. Anyway, you are invaluable. You are like the priceless gem that I wish I knew about sooner. I wish my followers knew about sooner, but today is the day and this is incredible. Where can everyone find you, Nicole? How can they get in touch with you? Sure. So we have a website, uh, new N-E-W chapter C-H-A-P-T-E-R capital C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com. Or they can give us a call 212-404-7807. We also have Instagram uh, at Divorce Funding and at the Fairy Godmother of Divorce. You are the Fairy Godmother. And does anyone ever tell you you look like Michelle Pfeiffer? (laughs) The guy at my tanning salon. Not that I go into a tanning booth, but I do get a spray tan. No judgment. I'm from from Long Island. Oh, okay. You got it. I'm Jersey. So (laughs) (laughs) I used to go to Beach Bum Tanning every Sunday for free tanning Sundays. I have a package there. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to use it again, but hopefully soon. Where where in Jersey? Um, I'm from Hunterdon County. So, uh, but I went to school in Morristown. Go Morristown. (laughs) I miss the Northeast, let me tell you. Anyway, it's a very hot day here in Miami, but I am so glad to have had Nicole on the show. Nicole, thank you. Everybody check her out. Stay in touch. Let me know what you thought. If you have more questions for Nicole, I'm happy to connect you guys if you can't find her on your own. Otherwise, stay strong and keep moving on. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.